Are you trying to stay up to date on crypto events? Well, you're in luck because we have another cryptocurrent for you right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We are bringing you this week's episode, or maybe I should say this month's episode of Cryptocurrents. I, I feel like, I don't know about you, Cryptocoria, but I feel like we've done one episode a month this year so far. Yeah, so far. We've gotten off so, to a slow start, but I think we'll get back to having uh, at least one Cryptocurrent yeah, each week, if not a Cryptocurrent and a regular episode. Yeah, we're, we're building momentum. So this week we are bringing you all the latest news surrounding cryptocurrency and blockchain. So we've got some exciting stories today. And to to start off, we're going to jump into a story about Ark Invest. So I've I've actually never heard of these guys before, so maybe you might want to explain who Ark Invest is to our listeners first crypto Corey. but they are expecting Bitcoin to become a multi-trillion dollar market. That's some pretty big news. Yeah, so ARK Invest is run by uh, an investor named Kathy Wood. Uh, I can't remember where she came from, but um, she kind of splashed onto the scenes, uh, starting her own uh, investment fund. Uh, she was backed by a friend. I, again, you'll have to forgive me. I don't, I don't remember what the friend's name was, uh, but he had a lot of money. And uh, she made a lot of news because she was investing in uh, tech stocks, uh, things that she saw that the future would need and would increase in value over time. So uh, probably her biggest bet was Tesla. Uh, Another recent bet was um, uh, buying GBTC uh, from Grayscale's uh, Bitcoin trust fund. Um, She she had already invested in it. And then when it looked like uh, Barry Silbert was going to go uh, bankrupt or at least have to liquidate the Bitcoin. Um, she bought uh, a few million more, uh, not shares, but but a few million dollars worth of of GBTC. And um, you know, a lot of people have kind of looked at her and and laughed at her, uh, especially since the last uh, couple of years, her funds have been down uh, quite a bit. Um, however, her her track record has been has been pretty good up until the last couple of years, and and uh, she's still buying. Uh, her stocks in in the the tech sector and um, is still very confident that um, she's going to get the last laugh. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, um, and I can't. Obviously, I'm not qualified to comment on whether or not Bitcoin will become a a multi uh, trillion dollar asset. But I do think, uh, you know, I, I I have said this before. I I think that Bitcoin's here to stay. I think it's probably the best uh, hedge against inflation long term, not short term. Um, and that, you know, we'll see a hundred thousand dollar Bitcoin and, and maybe, you know, see as much as 250,000, 500,000 that even if it went to a million dollars, it would not surprise me. Um, there's just a lot of, of capital in the world when you look at a world economy and when people get scared and they start to see, uh, weaknesses in the, in the fiat, uh, currencies throughout the world and Bitcoin starts to shine, I think it'll be like an avalanche. Um, you know, slow at first, you know, we saw Bitcoin get up to, I can't remember, like $67,000 and everyone was, was kind of freaking out about that. And then it went back down and it's been down for quite a while. 
Um, but I think that there will be something that causes the, the, the dam to break and, and Bitcoin is going to skyrocket and, and stay up. Um, you know, when that happens, I, I can't predict that. Uh, do I think it'll be a multi-trillion dollar uh, asset? Possibly. Um, that's not out of the, that, that's not out of reason in, in my mind. Um, but uh, still remains to be seen. So Kathy Wood, a uh, very interesting investor. Um, it's kind of fun to to listen to her. Uh, she puts out a, a report every once in a while, and um, I, I like to watch it. I like to look at what she's investing in. Um, you know, do do I think she's a great investor? I, I don't know. I think time will time will tell. I do, I do think she's a very interesting personality on on the investment scene. And again, we forgot our disclaimer. I mean, we've gotten a little bit lazy. Um, this is not financial advice. Uh, everything that we say is liable to be wrong. Um, we're just a couple of guys. I guess we're not in the basement anymore. Uh, today, we're not broadcasting from the basement. Yeah, we're, we're trying. We're trying some some new some new technology strategies. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we're just recording virtually, so we're going back to 2020. Uh, so we're going back in time. And recording virtually this time. Yeah, so I guess it's a step up. We're not we're not in the basement. I'm actually in my upstairs office, and which is too small for us to carry on our our regular podcast. Um, so again, uh, but just a couple guys, you know, podcasting from their house. Um, don't don't take our advice. Well, you you can take our advice. Yeah, but, but it's on you, not don't us. Don't only take our. Yeah, there's that. But don't we're, we're saying don't only take our advice. Do research outside of of us because we are definitely not uh comprehensive in the knowledge that we should yeah if you're if you're new to the scene just go look up what happened with ftx uh recently if you're if you've been here a little while and you've seen what's what's happened with ftx take that as a warning uh don't put your life savings in any of these exchanges uh anything that's promising high yield is probably uh too good to be true so be really careful don't invest your savings um just be wise with what you're what what you do with your money. All right, with that disclaimer out of the way, let's jump to our second story. So, Binance, they are halting US dollar deposits and withdrawals via bank accounts. So that is, I don't know, to me that sounds kind of scary. Yeah, it but What are your yeah. thoughts? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, it, it it is a little bit scary only because of all the past events. I mean, it, what we were just talking about, FTX and, and the collapse of a lot of these really big organizations that were, were tied to it, uh, it's the reason why great, get, uh, Grayscale is in trouble. Uh, their digital um, dollar, uh, DTC, I think it was, uh, is also in trouble. Um, the Winklevoss twins are, are kind of a little bit in trouble. You got a bunch of, of these big names in crypto owing each other billions of dollars and um, someone's going to take the fall. And that person isn't going to be the Winklevoss twins or Barry Silbert. It's going to be the the small investor who put their life savings into into these organizations. And that's a that's a shame and going to draw the ire of governments around the world. Um, and, you know, we can expect to see regulation because of of this. It's just really bad press. Um, uh, anyways, so, uh, bad timing. Uh, they're, they're going to do some maintenance on their wallets. And so, you know, when they do the maintenance around the, the U S dollar deposits, uh, they're going to turn them off. So, uh, you know, I'm sure they're solvent. I'm sure there's, there's nothing there to see, 
But boy, what what bad timing. Um, it, it doesn't look good. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are who are a little bit worried. Um, I I want I, I think it's good that they gave advance warning. It's not like you everyone woke up and suddenly deposits were turned off and they go, oh, well, uh, we're doing maintenance. Uh, that's why you can't get to your dollars. Um, they're giving us plenty of advance warning. Um, you know, I don't I don't have any U.S. dollars in in Binance, so I'm not I'm not concerned. But I think this is a wake up call. Like if you saw this and your heart skipped a beat because you got a lot of money sitting on Binance, you need to rethink that position and maybe start thinking about uh, doing self-custody. Uh, it's really scary at first, but really there's not much to it. Uh, write your seed phrase down someplace and put it in a safe and uh, you'll be don't lose it don't lose it Uh, we know someone who lost their seed phrase and that's just a sad sad story um but uh yeah put put it in a in a safe that's what i've done and uh you should be good to to go you you can do this but don't rely on those big guys uh eventually they will fail let's move on to our next story so this is one we haven't talked about for a while i feel like but shib is doing pretty well right now despite crypto markets dipping a little bit today monday uh the day that we're recording this uh february 6th i guess shib is um remaining near recent highs so that's kind of for me that's unexpected i didn't realize they were that was still around yeah so shib uh i call this and i and i don't mean to offend anyone please if if you hear me say this i'm not i'm not trying to offend you what what you invest in is is up to you and you have every right to buy whatever token you want and every right to like and support um any token that that you want that's what that's what makes uh an economy work and that's what uh allows experience to happen and and the best coin uh if you will or coins to, to win out um, but SHIB in my mind is, is the token that never, never should have been. Um, and it's, it's compared a lot to Dodge or sorry, I always say that wrong. Doge It's compared a lot to Dogecoin. And I, and I feel the same way about Doge, you know, Doge is a coin that never, never really should have been, but they're here. Uh, they got a huge following, um, at this point in time, it, for lack of a better term, the cult of personality has won. And it's just got too many hearts and minds uh, behind it. Uh, Dogecoin with Elon Musk and, and Mark Cuban talking about it uh, every now and again. Uh, Dogecoin is not going anywhere. And I think SHIB um, ha- has enough support that it's, it's not going anywhere uh, as well. And, you know, if you invested in it, um, I think you, you should be congratulated. Uh, it's up. It, it was a good investment for, for many of you who got in when it was at all time lows. And, uh, you know, I would advise you to maybe take some, some money off the table and, and lock in those gains, but, um, congratulations. And, uh, more importantly, I think ship is here to stay and probably isn't, isn't going anywhere. So where do you think it'll go from here? Do you think it'll start to act like I think it'll act. Bitcoin no, I think it'll no, not at all. I think it'll act exactly like Dogecoin. I think you'll see it spike up crazy, maybe you know, go up twenty percent one day for no reason, and then then come back down, and then maybe one day go up a hundred percent, and then come back down. I think it will will act erratically like uh, Dogecoin does. Um, I think people who trade it, who who wait for it to move quite a bit, sell it, and then wait for it to dip back down and, and buy in again, um, can make a lot of money trading it. 
I think holders, people who, who hodl uh, long-term, um, will have a harder time making, making money on it um, because of its, of its volatility. But I mean, it's, uh, uh, it, it's, it's here to stay and it's probably not one that's going to go belly up on you if you were, if you were to invest in it. Again, this is not financial. Advice. No, it's not financial advice. I mean, I've, I've held uh, a SHIB coin in the past and I've held Dogecoin in the past. Um, you know, I feel like this is a, a, an AA meeting. Hello, my name is Crypto Corey and I'm a, a SHIB investor. Um, so I've, I've held them in, in the past, but when they, when they hit my price targets, I got out of them and th- it wasn't something that I was looking to go back into. Um, I've been primarily focusing my buys around Bitcoin and Ethereum uh, lately, although uh, what I, I started rebuying again somewhere around three or four months ago, and I just paused my buys uh, last week, uh, Wednesday or, or Thursday, and probably won't resume buying unless we see a, a major dip on Bitcoin and Ethereum, and then I'll, I'll start buying again. Right on. All right, well, let's jump to our next and last story i feel like we're doing pretty good time so meta the company formerly known as facebook it's still known as facebook they got a big f for their logo and um i thought their logo was that fancy it is it is but when i log into my to my facebook account i still see the facebook logo i just well, I just so is i think meta is like the parent company now and facebook is like, yeah i just one of its i don't know i'm sorry guys companies. i you know if you're a facebook fan or a meta fan uh please forgive me i'm i'm not i don't really like the social media platform i do use it um i've actually been using marketplace quite a bit lately because i've been selling uh some things uh and it's actually really slick i've got to hand it to them they've got a really good um they've got a really good uh, ecosystem there so I'll, I'll give them that but i don't like facebook um and I don't like them changing their name to Meta. I, it's to me, it's just presumptuous. Um, we've talked about this in the past. I, you all, if you've listened, know how I feel. I don't think Mark Zuckerberg is going to be able to corner the market on on the metaverse. And that's you know primarily why I included this story to, to talk about today, um, because the the story is about how they lost a lot of money uh, investing in 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 the metaverse. And uh, but they're thinking that 2023 is going to be a year of efficiency. Uh, there were not mine. What does that even mean, though? I don't know. Maybe getting more lean. Uh, I feel like it's just streamlining. It's just a, a cat, a catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, a lot, a lot of times when they when, when you're experimenting and trying to trying to do different things, you're not efficient um, and you're, it's expensive to operate. That's why yeah. startups will, will burn through. I think buzz, buzzword. That's the word I was looking for. It's a efficiency is a buzzword. Yeah, but I think Year. they they did lay off an uh, eleven thousand people. So I mean, that's uh, oh, okay. So maybe it's a little more than a buzzword. Yeah, so that's streamlining. Um, they got to do more with less. But my my assessment remains the same. Um, I don't think that they can force the metaverse to happen. Uh, certainly not through Facebook. Um, I think the metaverse will happen organically. And will include several different ecosystems that learn how to work together, um, including some sort of an online identity. Um, your by online, I mean an identity in the metaverse that uh, can be moved from platform to platform, but uniquely identifies you. 
as well as the ability to to bank in the metaverse, invest in the metaverse, and pretty much do any type of financial thing that you could do outside the metaverse, uh, inside the metaverse. Um, you know, you can invest in real property. You can bet, you can invest in virtual property. Although Mark Cuban says you're an idiot if you do. Um, so, but but again, that's going to happen organically. No, it, you know, Mark or Zuckerberg is not going to be the emperor of the metaverse. It's just not. It's just not going to happen. I just don't think that they've got what it takes to make that happen. It's like a viral video. Like no one can force a video to go viral. It just happens, and uh, and when it does, it's it's just its own thing that that occurred naturally. No one no one forced it. Yeah, and they they do expect to lose. Yeah, more they, money. they're going to lose more money. Now they've got the money to because lose because of the metaverse. Yeah. Well, it, interestingly enough, this article does say that they did better than expected in Q4 2022. So they expected to make revenue of 31.53 billion, but they exceeded that with 32.17. So that's I mean, good for them. Yeah, they've they've got a lot of cash that that they can burn on the metaverse, but but money is not what's going to going to make it happen. It helps. It pays for developers. But I think we're going to be surprised as at how this thing unfolds. And, and maybe in 10 years, when we all belong to the the new world order of meta and Mark Zuckerberg is emperor of the world, you guys can say that I'm wrong um, and I will I will admit it then. But I just don't think that this is going to happen. I think they're going to continue to lose money and I think they're going to be hard pressed to, to make money. Um unless they become some sort of a facilitator where they start linking games and different activities together on some sort of a platform. I just don't, I, I, I don't see it happening. Well, maybe Mark Zuckerberg is listening to this podcast and he is, well, he's one of the eight. Down. He's one of the eight. Oh yeah. Listeners. He has a notebook. He, he, he was waits uh, religiously uh, for Spotify to notify him that we're, that our podcast is out. Should we have him on the show? Oh, sure. Why not? All right. We'll do a... Maybe we'll... If he comes on the show, we'll do a YouTube video so people can stare into his dead shark eyes. Shark? That's... We're going to get... I'm going to get sued, huh? Maybe. Probably shouldn't be making fun of someone who's got 32.5 Probably should be making fun of one of your listeners. Especially when there's only eight. When there's only eight of them. One of my my eight listeners. I'm sorry, Mark. I was was thinking when you were saying... uh, when we live in like the world order of, of meta, they're going to look back and they're going to throw you in the gulag for your previous comments on how meta would, wouldn't make it. Yeah. I, I, Josh, I think we should, we should just recognize that we're not going to survive the metaverse. Yeah, probably not. Oh, well, uh, we'll, we'll make the podcast as good as we can in the time being uh, until they come for us until they come for us. The robot lizards. All right. Well, those are the four stories we had for for this podcast episode. Um, I don't know. I feel like we should say some more things, but we yeah. We, well, I mean the time the time flew by really quickly. Uh, I thought those were the the top interesting stories of the week. Um, but uh, I think that we're going to do another episode on Algorand. Um, it's, it's kind of surfaced, uh, in my world a little bit, uh, full disclosure. I have not, uh, 
invested in it. So don't uh, run out and buy any uh, just because I mentioned it. Although I know there's only eight of you out there, so I doubt uh, anyone's going to go do that. But I think it's I think it's really interesting as I was thinking about the different cryptocurrencies and and what their pros and cons were. Um, Algorand's been swirling around my mind for for a couple of reasons. And so I think we need to, to revisit it and maybe do another little update story and see, uh, you know, what they've been up to in the last uh, six or eight months since we did our last uh, episode on them. So uh, look, look for that one coming out uh, soon, uh, I would think within the next couple of weeks. And of course, uh, tune in here every week to get your your dose of the of the cryptocracy in our in our cryptocurrency. Yes, we are your crypto doctors. We are prescribing you a daily dose or uh, sorry, a weekly dosage of cryptocurrency from the cryptocracy. And we are also prescribing you to stay cryptic. (laughs) 